Happy Easter, everyone. It's good to be with you this evening to celebrate this joyous day. Easter is a joyous day. It is the holiest of days because by rising from the dead, Jesus has conquered death. And in conquering death, our lives have been changed forever. We are no longer citizens of this world. We are citizens of God's kingdom. And to all humanity, God offers the inheritance of the children of God, which is a share in God's divine life and the gift of everlasting life. To our catechumens who are soon to be baptized and to our candidates who will soon be confirmed and received into the full communion of the body of Christ, the church. God has led you to the church so that you can share in this inheritance promised to you from the foundation of the world. It is the pearl of great price, the great mustard seed, the treasure buried in the field. Jesus said to his disciples in Matthew's gospel, where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Where is your treasure? Where is your heart invested? Is it invested on earth? If it is, then that investment is bound to fail. As we are learning, investing in this world is very unpredictable, not just with money, but most of all when we invest our hearts and our souls. But if our hearts are invested in heaven, if the greatest treasure we have is our faith in the Lord, and our relationship with Him, then it will never fail. For as Jesus said, that is where moth and rust do not corrupt. I've had a number of opportunity to get to know our catechumens and our candidates in the past year. Our catechumens, those who are going to be baptized, Marlon, Jayla, Jordan and Justin, and our candidates, those to be confirmed and received into the full communion of the Catholic Church, Takia, Matthew, and Matthew. It is a joy for us to celebrate with you today, and it's an honor for me to confer to you these beautiful sacraments. I know that for each of you, this has been a unique but also a grace-filled journey. God has led you to the treasure that is the Catholic Church. It is your inheritance, established by Christ on the foundation of the apostles and grown and nurtured in the blood of the martyrs and the witnesses of the saints up and down the century. That's an incredible thing to think about. Today, Jesus is inviting you, and he invites all of us to never stop working for the food that never perishes, 
to seek the pearl of great price and to put our treasure in heaven. For where our treasure is, there will also your heart be. Now we're not saying that it is not right or responsible to work or desire and make money in order to provide for what we need and what our family need, whether that's food, money, clothing, home, or education. But what our Lord is saying is that if that is, all, that is our only investment, if that is our highest hope, we are guaranteed to fail in the end. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. This world can be likened to an exercise machine or going to the gym. The world is where we work out. This is where we train. We use machines here that don't go anywhere. It can be nice and it can be a comfortable gym, but it's not perfect. Like the bikes in the gym, it's not going to take us home. And this world is certainly not going to take us home to heaven. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Or let's use another image. This world is like a hotel. For some, it's a luxury resort. But it's not our home. If this is our home, then it's a pretty terrible home as well. It's full of frustrations and failures, poverty and wars and diseases and death. Death has the last word in this world. This world is not our home. We yearn for a better world. We want love in this world, but we get hate and indifference. We want beauty, but we get ugliness. We want peace, but we get war. We want health, but we get illnesses. We want more out of life, but instead we encounter death. And even if you get all you want in this world, what comes at the end? Death. When you and I are buried, there will be no U-Haul truck or an armored vehicle with cash following the hearse. It will only be our body. Scriptures tell us, naked we came forth from our mother's womb, and naked we shall go back. The world is not enough. It can enchant us, but it does not satisfy us. What will satisfy us? What will fulfill our deepest desires and longings? What lasts beyond our earthly death? God does. Heaven does. And how do we get there from here? The answer is Jesus Christ. Again, Jesus tells us, where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. And Jesus tells us that our Father has prepared a mansion for us in heaven. What makes heaven a mansion? God. For God is love, and love makes even a slum into a mansion. 
When I was a boy, my family and I lived in a one-bedroom basement apartment in Hackensack, New Jersey. We lived there until my family's situation improved and we then moved to Florida. Our home in Hackensack wasn't a terrible place, but it was not something to brag about either. It floods when it rains and it smells when it's hot. But I remember my family was always together. My brother and I felt safe, loved, and cared for by my parents. We went to Mass every Sunday, and we trusted that God was going to care for us. We didn't have a lot as a family back then, but in our hearts, we were living in a mansion. Here is another image or analogy, another way to look at this life and the next. When Christ came from heaven to earth, heaven set up colonies here. We are colonists in this world, but our homeland is heaven. And we live by the values, the principles, and the glories of our homeland. St. Paul points this out in the most radical way when he says in Colossians, You have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. With Christ, in Christ, we too have died and resurrected. We have died to the principles and values of this world, which is violence and hate and vengeance and pride. Our real identity is now hidden with Christ, in Christ. That is now our real identity. We are not Americans who happen to be Christians. We are Christians who happen to be Americans. The real secret to Hamlet's identity is in its author and creator, Shakespeare. Likewise, the real secret to our identity is in our author and creator, who is also our redeemer. Easter reminds all of us that our salvation and our identity have been purchased at a great price. We are not just any other creature that might have evolved from primates. We are children of our Heavenly Father and brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ, the King of the universe. This is the good news of Easter. And as in any good news, we cannot keep it to ourselves. It cannot be contained. We must share it and desire it for others. Remember, we are God's kids now. We are the King's kids. Let us act and live as one. And let us share and desire that with everyone that we meet. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.